Welcome everyone to Four Guys in a Comic. This is Red, and we are pleased to introduce today our guest, Mark Deering. Mark, welcome to our show. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well, thank you. And yourself? Not bad, not bad. <laughs> well, I uh, just want to basically you know, talk about some of the work that you're doing and uh, some of the stuff you've done in the past. But for those unfortunate souls that are not familiar with your work, we're just wondering if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a comic book anchor. I've worked for mainly DC for the last six years or so. I've done bits and pieces of work for Marvel and Dark Horse and Image and a bunch at IDW and lots of other places too that please don't dig that up, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean i was looking here at uh you know your bio you have done so much stuff really everything from a to z really a to z from adventure comics all the way down to zoom suit <laughs> you've done a lot of stuff <laughs> oh zoom suit yeah <laughs> let's not talk about that one. all right so <laughs> all right we'll just cut, cut out the z we'll go we'll bump it up to world's finest then sure, sure. <laughs> okay cool so yeah you like i said you've done like i said work with so many different publishers and everything. What is some of the stuff that you've really enjoyed working on? Uh, the stuff I most enjoy working on is, um, I don't know, like the, the DC stuff. Honestly, that, that's, the, that's the stuff I enjoy the most. It's a lot of fun. I love the characters. Um, yeah. yeah. Right, so, yeah, you've been working on DC. You've done what? Birds of Prey, Batgirl, Batman, uh, Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah. 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 Lots of Green Lantern. Yeah. Superman. Judge Judge Dredd. I'm looking (laughs) at your portfolio online, man. This Judge Dredd is pretty awesome. I know. I was that was one of the things I was looking at too when I started looking you up, man. You got some mean, mean work on your site. Uh inking is sexy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the Judge Dredd, you know, he's one of those characters that I I love Judge Dredd. But I also like a lot of the oddball characters that are just tend to not be all that popular. Judge Dredd is one of them. I got you. And one other thing over here, one of my favorites, if I have to pick one on the site, it's a tie between two of them. Uh, this this magic, magic is sexy. I mean, that's 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 it right there. And uh, and then the Space Hulk, the Space Hulk with uh, he's it looks like he's on surfer's board wielding the oh, infinity yeah. gaunt- the infinity yeah. gauntlet and uh terax's uh glaive yeah yeah that was uh that's uh, over ed mcginnis's pencils that was just uh wasn't published at all it was just something i did for fun it came out of one of his sketchbooks that i grabbed hmm. earlier this year and just was playing around hulk is like one of my favorite characters and um yeah, I'm chomping at the bit to actually get to work on some Hulk stuff someday. Okay, since you like Hulk, I gotta ask, what is your uh, favorite Hulk story? Probably the, the my top favorite one. God, it's probably gotta be Planet Hulk. I think. Oh yeah. There, there's a lot of Hulk that I really love. I love the the very early Kirby issues. Those are what really got me in the comics way back when I was a kid, and then. A, a huge ton of Peter David's run was fantastic, but Planet Hulk was just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was pretty well. Yeah, so I, I think you I probably have a that. nice Hulk collection at home, don't you? 
Yeah, to include six statues. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> hey, hey Red, I think he's got your beat. Maybe I don't have six Hulk. I just have one. <laughs> <laughs> we we joke a lot because Red has uh, a room set aside for his long boxes. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah the the Hulk comics that I have are the ones that I'm not going to get rid of. Most everything else, I've I've whittled my collection down to I think maybe six long boxes now, but the Hulks will always stay. So, which is your prize Hulk uh, issue that you have? You know, I can't tell you because it's been so many years since I even pulled that box out. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I don't read a lot anymore, and the the stuff that you know I loved and all that is in boxes in a closet. They stay there. <laughs> so that seems a know. common pattern. The more you work on comics, the less you actually read them. Yes, well, it is. Tell yes, you what, Mark, I'm about a. 10, 15 minute drive from you, I can help liberate those from you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a prize. Well, I do have that one that one issue that Tom McFarlane did with Wolverine on the cover and the, the reflection of the Grey Hulk in his blades and his claws. Oh. I do have that one. And I love the two or three or four, however many issues it was that John Byrne did way back when. But, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, yes, John Byrne, the, the source of the brown suit Wolverine. Yep, yep. He was the man back in the day. <laughs> Couldn't beat him for what he, he could do. Any, he, there was very little he could do wrong when it came to drawing, writing and drawing comics. So I, I have to ask, because you say you don't read much anymore. Um, mm -hmm. Whenever you're drawing, or you're, I mean, rather, whenever you're inking for these characters and stuff, um, how much research do you put into the character before you start working on a project? Depends on what the um, publisher sends me, what they need. Um, a lot of times they'll send a, a ton of reference with it, with the script and everything else. Um other than that, not much, honestly. Got a big encyclopedia of comics in my head for the last 30 years of reading them, so it's not difficult to instantly recognize and know exactly which one we're working on. I, I was just going to ask, um, for the people that don't know, inkers work over the penciler. And from what I've seen, uh, I've seen a few pencil-to-ink work. It seems like a lot of chaos to work through all the pencil lines and shading. Uh, what, what's that like uh, working through all the clutter? Um, aggravating sometimes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the job. It's part of, you know, figuring out what the penciler wants because a lot of them like to um, noodle, as we, as we call it, where they'll, they'll put lines in that they don't really mean to put in and don't really need to be there. And so that's you know, tends to be my job a lot of times is to, to whittle it out and um, give it form and lighting and all that stuff the way that we all think it should look. Very to cool. include the writer, the penciler, me, and the editors and everyone. So, yeah. Well, let's, let's expand that a little bit. You know, for our listeners that are not familiar with the work that an uh, inker does, can you walk us through the process on, on how it works 
within the um, comic industry? How it works. Uh, the writer comes up with the story. He scripts it out, usually panel by panel. Exactly what he's going to give a description of everything that happens to every panel. It's then given to the penciler who uh, pencils it. You know, now tends to be the harder job because they have to figure out form and perspective and anatomy and, you know, storytelling and, and how they want to do that. But the goal of theirs is to just get it down fairly roughly or tightly, especially nowadays. They're, they're very, very tight. Um, and then they pass it off to the anchor who then finishes it in ink. And then it's passed off to a colorist who then will uh, color everything in. And it's passed to the letterer who puts all the words in the balloons that the writer has already written. And then you hit print. And sounds easy enough. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it sounds easy. Yeah, sounds uh, easier said than done. That 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 kind of leads me right into my next question. You know, with the uh, the proliferation of uh, the digital media coming in uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of artists and how they do it, you you sound you sound like you've been doing this for a really long time. Uh, do you still prefer actual physical pens, or are you going into the digital age with it as well? Um, I'm going into the digital age slowly. I do still prefer pens and paper. Most everybody is the same way. They, uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys who uh, digitally do everything now, um, from pencils to inks and everything. They'll, they'll do it all themselves because it's digital and it's very easy to do. And um, all the tools are right there for you in, in the various programs you're going to use. You don't have to you know, purchase brushes and quills and nibs and rulers and templates and all that stuff. It's all right there in the programs. Um, but the feel of pen and paper is still the preference because it's more fun. <laughs> really, it's more fun. And, um, you know, then when everything's done, you have something else to sell. The aftermarket for Comic Guard is fast and wide and you know depending on your level of proficiency and popularity can be very profitable absolutely and as as a little bit of an artist myself you know i will bounce back and forth between actual paper and pen and pencil Mm -hmm. and then you know lately i've been doing a bunch of stuff on my on my tablet uh, trying to do it from beginning to end, and sure, you know you're you're absolutely right. It is a little bit faster on the tablet, right. but I don't get the same feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the the scratch of the pencil and the scratch of the pen on the paper. Yeah, yeah. And if you've been to conventions, you see that people will pay for those scratches on pencils on on paper. <laughs> so. You know, you can't do a digital sketch for somebody at a show and pass it off to them. That Absolutely, because you really want something you can feel in your hands. Right, right. But what I do now is actually more of a hybrid of the two. I, um, because most of my pencilers are overseas, so I do everything blue lines. What I'll do is I'll get the pages, the pencils digitally, and I'll go into Photoshop and I'll manipulate and I'll put the borders in and maybe some straight lines for buildings and, and stuff like that. Um, 
and a little bit of work here and there digitally and then print it out. And then I can do the rest by hand. So that ends up a lot of times being a mix of the two. See, and that sounds that sounds glorious, really. I mean, being able to do the the tedious stuff, you yep. know, with a faster faster method, and then go right into it with, uh, you know, getting into the, the the nitty gritty or the meat and potatoes of it, uh, you know, on paper. That that actually sounds like a really great idea, and I might integrate that into my own personal style. Yeah. If uh, for example, did you guys read? Did any of you read the? Uh the new Teen Titans Convergence, two issues I did over Nicola Scott. I did. The first page in issue two is a nice big splash page of Nightwing and a Doom Patrol chick. There's a whole bunch of buildings in there. All those buildings were put in digitally first. And then I printed them out. And then um, finished it off by hand. But it was very tedious. It took me like a week to build all those buildings <laughs> while I worked on other pages and then came back to that one to tighten up the buildings and then print it out and go from there. And a lot of times, you know, you put those straight lines in and that's fine. But when you come out and you print it out and you start doing it by hand, then you got to go in and give it a little bit of life. Some of those buildings, you know, those bricks got to look like bricks, not straight lines. And those windows got to have a shine to them, not straight lines and stuff like that. So, you know, again, a hybrid. You put them together, and that's what you get. Hmm. Now, I've always wondered, you know, after you get get some from pencil, let's say uh, Nicola sends you something and you you work mm-hmm. on it. Does it does it ever happen to you where the pencil comes back and says, "No, this is not what I want. Redo it." <laughs> I just I've always wanted. Uh, I was I was always curious about that. N- no. <laughs> they'll come back and ask. They'll, they'll come back and maybe ask for a, a tweak. Maybe a, an eye doesn't look right, or pupils off, or a hand looks rubbery, or something like that. Little tweaks, but never. Uh, no, that all looks wrong. Do it again. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> it's always been a burning <laughs> question. That I just had to ask it. <laughs> no, because I mean, I guess you could call it an assumption. I'm sure there's another word for it. But when you get paired up with your penciler, you, you know what that other person is going to bring. You know what I mean? Um, you know, if, if I'm assigned, if I'm asked to do a job over a penciler, they know what I'm going to bring to that penciler's work. They don't. So if it comes back at the end, hey, that doesn't look, no, do it again. That won't happen. Now, maybe I won't get hired with that penciler again, <laughs> but the job that I was hired to do, I'll do to the best of my abilities and then you know, move on from there. Is there any pencil or maybe like colorist that you find yourself always uh, working with uh, a lot? Penciler? Yeah. Um, I've worked a lot with a, a guy. His name is uh, Theo Neves. And that's his short American name. His Brazilian name is really long. But Dio <laughs> Neves, I've been working with for two, three years now. Mm-hmm. We did all that Green Lantern work together. Um, the World's Finest Annual we did together. Uh, some Supergirl stuff we did together, a bunch of Supergirl stuff. Um, so yeah, Dio I've worked with a lot. Um, and all of a sudden I draw a blank to the other pencilers I've worked with. Uh, lots of them. Greg, Greg, no Gregs. Doug Mankey on Green Lantern nice. stuff and Justice League stuff. 
little bit with Mahmoud Azrar. He, he, he relaunched Supergirl with the New 52. Now he's over at Marvel yeah. with X-Men and Avenger stuff. Um, goodness. There's, there's a lot. So many, to be honest. Like Nicola Scott, two issues of that. Again, Is there one you've really wanted to work with? Uh, there's guys I want to work with. There's guys I'm scared that I never, ever want to work with. <laughs> um, guys I wanted to work Oh, Mark Bagley is one. He's one I'd really like a, a, a shot at. Um, I've always enjoyed his work. His run on Ultimate Spider-Man was fantastic. Maybe Ivan Rice. Okay. But Joe Prado does such a good job over him, and I'm I'm friends <laughs> with Joe, so you know I'd like to try it, but maybe not for publication because I'll probably screw it up. Let's sure. flip side this quick. Uh, you know, we asked you if there are certain pencilers that you know if they would turn around and say hey this isn't how I wanted it or this isn't how I, I thought it was going to look have you ever had a situation with a colorist doing the same thing like you do your inking it passes off to the colorist and then they just just kind of mess it up I mean how, how does that work <laughs> for you uh, you grin and bear it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's nothing i can say <laughs> now if there's little things like if they get a shirt you know a color wrong on a costume or something like that yeah you can say oh uh, this costume's green it's not blue you know stuff like that but whether or not it's a good job or a bad job is not in my purview i can't do anything about it mm -hmm. <laughs> whether gotcha. i like it or love it i generally especially with the computer age now and everything's you know digitally colored I've generally had really good colors, and I've been pretty pleased with everything that has has come out. Speaking of things coming out, are you working on anything right now that you can tell us about? Uh, Dio and I just finished an issue of Martian Manhunter. Oh, oh, awesome! Yeah, that's cool. Oh, issue number five. Just finished. And was it. that a yesterday was that a one shot for you guys? Yeah, yeah, that was a fill in to help out Eddie. Eddie Andy Bear. That's cool. That's cool. Now going back to uh, just inking in general, um, you know, I've seen some uh, some pre-inked pictures that seem really really basic. You know, it's basically mm -hmm. just an outline. You know, of the body. You know, a little bit of okay, this is how he's turned. Kind of little muscular definition, and then facial features. And then mm -hmm. I've seen the after effects after inking. And the the depth and shadow, it, it just it made the picture a picture. Um, right. Now, to me, that seemed like it was a really great inker paired with kind of a lazy artist. Um, d does that happen more often, or is that just part of what happens? Depends. That that's part of what happens sometimes. For the most part. Pencilers pencil very tightly nowadays. So tightly, in fact, that the inkers just kind of go in to do a, what you'd call a shine job, maybe, to make it look slick and clean. But when you've seen things like what you just described, you're seeing, I wouldn't say a lazy penciler, maybe a penciler who was just trying to do something really fast, and then a very strong inker right behind him, pretty much finishing the, the job for him, which is tends to be what it's all about. The inkers generally 
have to be just as good an artist as the pencilers. To show my age, we'll go back and if you think of uh, things like, I think it was Action Comics 400, and it was penciled by George Perez and inked by John Byrne. Mm-hmm. Or some some of the later issues of, of the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, you had George Perez penciling and you had like Jerry Ordway inking. Those are three very, very strong artists that are bringing something completely new to the page, and it's just something else to look at. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, now, you, as, you equ- as you equate uh, inkers with being very strong artists as well, um, do you have any original art that you'd like to, to see developed into a comic? New. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's, that took my question. I was going to ask if you'd done any original comments, so I guess not. New. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. I, I'm constantly working on my own stuff, just trying to get sketches and proportions and anatomy and stuff like that down better. Um, but as far as original finished stuff, new, nothing yet. Nothing yet. So yeah, I've seen your website that you know you have some of you know your uh, original art available for sale on there, and uh, that you do commissions no. as well. Does it say that up there? Yes, it does. <laughs> original art commissions, comics, and trades. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think if you click on commissions, there's nothing there yet. Ah, oh, okay. It's future <laughs> for future. I'm getting there, but not there yet. When I get there, then then it'll be there but I'm not there yet. Gotcha. Well, I want to ask you a few things. Um, all right. Uh, you said, uh, going back, you've been doing this for a long time. I want to know what like, what got you into pursuing a career in comics, and how did you get your start? Oh, what got me started? Well, I've, I've been reading comics like a hardcore, well, up until a few years ago. Like since I was 12. 13 and that's when I knew what I wanted to do but life sidetracked me and I didn't really get back into it in my head hardcore until I think it was wizard issue 56 and that was when they had an article in there that really uh, described every single process Mm -hmm. writing penciling inking color and lettering and it was like a light bulb going off and by that time, I was married. I was in the army. I just went from there. And in there, it had a whole bunch of advice. You know, snail mail the publishers, and they'll send you pencils to practice over. So I did that, and I got a bunch of pencils from Dark Horse, and that's where I started doing it. Um, but my first paid job wasn't until 2003. What was your uh, What was your first comic? That I was published in or that I read? That you worked on. Oh, that I worked on. It was for Avatar Press, Demon Slayer, Demon something. Demon Slayer uh, Lords of Night? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Demon Slayer Lords of Night. Yeah, that was it. Yep. What was it like going into it, though? Like for for your first gig and you you finally got to that point, you're like, all right, this is it. What were you thinking? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was, well, it was a crazy deadline too because they needed it in like two weeks, I think. Oh wow! Oh my god! And 
they're like, can you do it? I was like, yes, yes, I can do it. I didn't care. Yeah. I was, I was going to do it. <laughs> and uh, I, well, they needed it in two weeks. And in two weeks was the San Diego con, which was the second one and last one I ever went to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, got it done. All was done. I went to the show. Publisher was there. We shook and, you know, patted backs. And he was like, good job, good job. And I was like, thanks. I'm die now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was crazy. It was, you know, just a massive two-week-long rush of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Just loving it. <laughs> it looks terrible. Don't go find it. Please don't go find it. But yeah, it was a wonderful, euphoric feeling to finally be doing it. That's pretty cool. So, so then moving forward from here, what was it like? Uh, did you? I know you've worked with DC and Marvel, but when you got, I guess, let's say the call from DC, what, what did you think then when you got to that point? <laughs> that was when I was running around the house flailing my hands around. Going, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Crack oh open God, champagne, honey. <laughs> Quitting the army tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, that was long after the. Oh, army. okay. <laughs> long, after the but um, yeah, that was yeah, that was that was crazy, <laughs> crazy great, yeah. Very cool, very cool. So, um, I want to ask too now. Um, I mean, we, we kind of talk about your 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 inking mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, do you have any like inspiration from it? Like, is there any artists that you uh? you looked at and you were like, or inkers and you were like, wow, I, I absolutely, I have to get into this. What, what, what are some names that got you into it? Oh, there's only one name. His name is Tim Townsend. Okay. Yeah. And I also mark him as one of my better friends nowadays too, but he was, he was the guy when uh, he and Joe mad started on X-Men was what got me back into reading comics. Because I kind of left for a few years. I got married, joined the Army, and tried to be an adult. And, um, uh, yeah, those started coming out, and I kind of was blown away by it. And I pretty much followed Tim ever since then. And uh, got to know him via email, and uh, I, was just, I was just sharing some text with him today. So, yeah, it was Tim Townsend. He was, his inks were the ones I looked at and went, those are... Perfect. They're absolutely cool. clean. They're gorgeous. They convey all the information you need, and then some. Yeah, it was all Tim. Now he's done some penciling. Have you uh, had a chance to collaborate all together? We did a million years ago when <laughs> I was still trying to get better and get published and all that. There's a, you can find it on his Deviant Art site. It's an Iron Fist that he penciled. But um, my inks for that have long since flown the coop. It's on his DeviantArt. He had Alex Garner ink it and somebody else colored it. Mm-hmm. But at one point, he had sent me the pencils. I inked it. And, um, you know, that was a nice big turning point for me because he, um, he really liked what I did. But I think I lost a hard drive, and that's where oh, those no. inks ended up. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> those, I lost a hard drive years ago, and I think those inks were on that, and they, they yeah, they're long gone, oh. long gone. But um, yeah, that that's about the only time he doesn't. When he draws now, he does it 
full color and everything. Mm. So, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. There are plenty of other anchors out there that I look to for massive amounts of, in, of inspiration. But Tim, Tim's my dude. He's, he's one of my <laughs> one of my good friends nowadays, and uh, we have a great time at Heroes Con. And yeah, but he's still <laughs> he's still fantastic at what he does. You're not so bad yourself. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> See, I'm sure there's some young inker out there that says the same thing about you. Mm. All right. <laughs> he's, he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I got to ask, this is going to be probably my final question for this, but sure. um, um, I was looking through some of the stuff you've worked on, and I think it said that there was a, a it was a collaborative work that you worked on over Alan Moore's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? How, how was that, working with uh, Alan Moore's stuff? Um, that was, I think that was like the second thing I did at Avatar. And it was only a 10 page story. Uh, it was over the same pencil that I worked over the first time at Avatar, but, um, it was pretty cool. It's actually the one thing I want to go back and re-ink because I still have the pencils for it, copies of it. Mm. One, someday I want to sit down and, and completely redo that, maybe even hand letter it too, because, um, it's an Alan Moore story. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. That was very cool. It was very, very cool. Um, yeah. You know, I was going through your list and I saw it and it just popped out at me and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to ask, you know, besides um, <clears throat> doing inking for uh, comics, um, what other uh, adventures do you do? What other uh, projects do you have going on? Not much. Not much? <laughs> Keeps you pretty Wait, busy. <laughs> uh, beautiful wife and three kids one's in college the other two are in elementary and uh yeah cool that's enough yeah (laughs) enough to keep you busy yeah 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 Yeah. a growing statue collection a growing art collection and a ridiculous book collection so so where do you get your statues at uh whoever's the cheapest at the time vendors (laughs) (laughs) no no vendors does he get statues now yeah he has statues there really yep <laughs> Not much, but he has some. But you know, he's got he's got everything in there. You yeah, pay yeah, a little yeah. more for it, but you, he's, he's got he's who I he's who I donate all my old comics to that I want anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't have enough. Wow. No, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised then if you donate your old comics and y'all go to the same shop. I would not be surprised if Red has bought some of the comics you've donated. There's a good chance. And most of the stuff I've donated has been not well it's not donated it's trade trade. i I give him stuff and he and i go get old books and stuff that he has in there but um it still stands (laughs) who knows maybe somewhere in this collection i have uh, an old mark deering issue that he used (laughs) oh maybe maybe no recently there i've been picking up a lot of uh his sergeant fear and the howling commando stuff that's that's been my baby okay that's good stuff that's good stuff it is it is so are there any like final things that you want to mention or maybe plug or anything about maybe something that you're doing in the future, somewhere you're going to be, maybe a con or anything? I'm going to the New York Comic Con here in, what is it, two, three weeks now. So I'll be there for the two, three days. Um, right now I'm working on Power Cubed, which is a creator-owned series at Dark Horse, written and drawn by Aaron Lepresti. 
I'm on issues three and four of that. I'm working on four right now. My website is inkingisexy.com. That is not to say that I'm sexy. That is a quote from Will Eisner. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, just from us at the uh, at the four guys group here, I do have to say that uh, that you know definitely go to inkingisexy.com. You will see a lot of great artwork. I mean, I went on there and I was like, I want this print. I want this print. I want this print. <laughs> Same here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was sitting I mean, there, I was like, how much does this cost? Six hundred dollars. I can totally I honestly could totally see your magic uh as a as a poster sized print on my living room wall just because it's that cool. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm actually working on another one. Really? Okay. Well I I, I expect a advanced copy. No, I'm just kidding completely. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it? Uh, what is it? It's the Phoenix Magic. Oh, when she I became not, Phoenix for a little bit, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't recall that in Marvel. I'm gonna have to do some research. I thought I knew when they did, knew. when they did, what was it? The Avengers versus X Men recently, and oh, Phoenix that's right, Force. yeah, 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 yeah. She oh, was okay, that, yeah. She was one of the Split Phoenix up five. and possessed a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was uh, let's see if I can remember all of them. Namor, Cyclops, of course, uh, Emma Frost. Ileana Rasputin and Colossus. Yeah, I think so. Think so. Yeah, and and I I gotta tell you, man, if you can if you can just get that feeling that uh, the the I mean, obviously you can the the original art in that uh, in that series, Magic. She was already kind of dark to begin with, you know, being essentially half demon, but uh, half demon plus piece of Phoenix Force. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you a really <laughs> terrible horror story about that piece. Okay. One of one of my kids threw it away. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's hearts just drop. <laughs> yeah. Complete, complete and total accident, miscommunication. But I had put it in an area where, where one of my boys takes the trash out mm-hmm. oh. and uh, not knowing any better. And I think at the time I was insanely busy. He threw it out. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't notice. And a, a testament to how busy I was, I didn't even notice until like a week and a half later. Oh. I was like, where's, oh. where's this? It's the, yeah, that, that magic one, the gladiator Hulk. I think that, that other Hulk that you were talking about earlier, the uh, Surfer Hulk. Yeah, the Surfer Hulk? Hulk. I think so. I think. Yeah. I think all of those got disappeared. Yeah, uh, that's rough. Yeah. Well, hey, at least you, I mean, I I know it's not the same as having the uh, the the pen on the paper copy, but at least you have the the digital form, so you can see. I do. I do. You can I see how it looks. That. At least yeah. while you still have that hard drive, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, oh, I learned a lot since then. Trust me. Not, not losing another hard drive. Back up for the backup. We're gonna we're gonna back this back up, up onto this hard drive, and then we're gonna take this cloud. hard drive. We're gonna take this hard drive and go stick it in a safe deposit box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll still be adaptable here in five minutes when the technology changes again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You don't have a USB 10.0? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
All right, Mark. Well, um, I think that's actually all the time that we have currently. I got to tell you, man, this has been a blast, and I I greatly appreciate you coming to uh, to talk with us uh, here on Four Guys in a Comic. I do want to invite you to continue listening to our podcast. We're going to have a lot of your your friends on here. Okay, cool. <laughs> At least that's the plan. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, Tim Townsend will be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> hint, sure. hint. Yeah, we, we need a little help with that, though, Mark. <laughs> I'll let him know he's, uh, yeah, he's not very talkative. <laughs> 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 you know, I think I've only ever seen him do two interviews, and one of them was actually with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. He's well, you might, have to, you might have to have a, a revisit here, then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I've thought about it. All right. Well, as always, uh, you can always go to our Facebook, Four Guys in a Comic, and uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we also have fourguysinacomic.com, uh, where you can take a look and, and get some more information about us. All right. Thanks again, Mark. Sure thing. No problem. Well, hey, you have a nice night, man. Thanks again. All right. Cool. You guys, too. <laughs>